Welcome to TNR Mondays. In these episodes, we're going to be covering what happened over the past weekend in college football, everything that's going on in the football world, covering any sorts of big news, big games, coaching, firing, coaching, hiring, whatever's going on in the world of college football, we're covering it. So pay special attention in this episode. Make sure to follow and share with your friends. And once again, thank you for listening to the podcast format of the TNR Sports Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the TNR Sports Show recap episode. I told you these were coming. Here they are. I'm surprised they're having it almost to cancel. I was so tired on Sunday night. That's going to be rough. Here's how football works. <laughs> I was sitting on my couch. There were five games on Saturday. And I was sitting there watching number one. And then I watched number two. And then I watched number three. And then I watched number four, which was one game that we're not even going to talk about. I watched Alcorn versus, um, who they play? North Carolina Central, I think, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, anyway, I was sitting there. I was like, I felt disgusting. I was like, oh, football's back, baby. I'm back sitting on my couch, not doing a damn thing all day. I'm sitting here watching the for these games all day long. You just eating, and I was like, "Oh man, I feel like a nasty person. <laughs> I need to get up and run or something." But that's kind of the um, that's football for you, baby. How you feel? You just it's, feel a little dirty. Yeah, you know it's going to be like that. I I yeah. talked about it in an episode before, but on Sundays when we record, you know, Sundays are going to be the day we record and we release on Monday. And I was sitting there thinking it's going to be even worse during NFL because I'm going to sit there and watch the one o'clock game. Then I'm going to sit there and watch the 425 game. Then I'm going to sit there and watch the, the Sunday night game. We're going to record during the Sunday night game. So I'll be able to have it on my phone and be like, oh, yeah. Anyway, but I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to feel like a, just a nasty person when we record Our these episodes. Are over. Yeah, and I'm depressed God, because I got to work tomorrow. These might be low energy unless Arkansas loses when they'll be high energy because I'll be mad. So I think once Arkansas starts playing, you'll enjoy doing this because you'll be talking about teams you actually care about. Yeah, this week I have was unmotivated. The one team that we had a kind of rooting interest in, not really at all, but kind of just sucks. So we'll get to that. I have decided to pull a reverse card like an Uno. Boom, 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 reverse. We're going to go in reverse order. How do you feel about that, Ryan? I'm excited. Let's go. Excited. Reverse order. First on the docket, the Nick Starkle train. San Jose State. Every game this past weekend, week zero was a blowout, too. I want to just preface that before we even start. I just want everybody out there in the world to know these games sucked. They didn't suck. Football was back. But I was like, oh, the crowds are going to be intense. Everybody's going to be there. UCLA, I don't think they have any restrictions. Maybe they have to show vaccine proof or something like that. In California, everybody's vaccinated, so that's not a big deal. They had like four people there. (laughs) Like if you literally look at the stadium. Now, California also has this thing where students can't go to school for a month. So UCLA, I believe, has started school, but they're all remote. So there were no students there. So that's a fun fact for you, Ryan. I didn't know that. I read it on Twitter. Anyway, regardless, we'll get to that. San Jose beat Southern Utah Thunderbirds 45 to 14. The only thing of note in this game is that Nick Starkle, the person I complained complained about on Friday's episode, great guy, great player, kind of a scumbag, but great guy. 
Um, 16 for 27, 394 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Further proving, proving my proving. Oh my God, I can't speak tonight. Further proving my point that Arkansas, Chad Moore specifically, sucks. Ryan, do you agree that Chad Moore sucks? I'm not gonna say Chad Moore sucks because what he oh he does because what he did for Clemson helped us out a lot. Like we would not be Clemson would not be where they are without Chad Moore's. Oh, whatever. Credit for that. Um, but his time at Arkansas was abysmal. Abysmal. Uh, He literally took that program and put it in reverse. It's bad. He was already in a bad spot, and then he just made it worse. Oh, just terrible. We will move on. We will be stronger. I'm wearing the Arkansas gear tonight in support of Nick Starkle. Not really, but I am wearing the Arkansas gear tonight. So with that being said, we're moving on. We are moving on from San Jose State. There's not really much to talk about there. All right. Next, UTEP versus New. Wow, these games were a drag. Um, New Tech. <laughs> I didn't cover this game much. I don't even remember. I think I picked UTEP. Um, they definitely won. They definitely hit their um, spread, but they only won by thirty. Every under hit. I don't think there was an over that hit. So if you're a betting guy, um, UTEP, thirty to three. I think the over under was like 50, 51, 52, If I think, I can't Makes remember. Is probably right above um, UConn in the, just terms of the worst teams in college football. So they're a little bit better than UConn, is what you're saying. A little bit better. Okay. They scored, they scored, well, spoiler: they scored a point. Who UConn? No, no, no. New Mexico uh, State scored three points. Yeah, they scored. They, they got a field goal. Oh, well, congratulations! That's not was that a spoiler? I said the score. I mean, I was talking about the UConn game. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I understand now. Sorry. I understand. I was quite confused there. Um, UTEP, 33. I don't know. What do you want to know? Does anybody even give a rat's butt? Um, let me see. You, you, New Mexico State, their starting quarterback was 8 for 24 for 82 yards. That gives you any idea. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, man, that means they probably had a lot of running, rushing yards. They played one, two, three, four, five running backs. Five running backs. 101 yards between all five of them. Not great. Um, uh, UTEP started a guy through one touchdown, 249 yards. So he had more yards than all of New Mexico State's offense. Yikes. Something to think about, folks. Week zero, baby. That's why they call it week zero, because it sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It's entertaining. It's football. You feel nasty, but it's football. That's why you feel nasty because it's not people you care about. You feel better when it's people you care about. You feel more energized. You feel something. All right, moving on. Now, this game also kind of sucked, but I watched most of it. Actually, I watched all of it. UCLA, 44 to 10. We talked about it just a couple seconds ago about their fans not being in there. But – um, I think a good game. I think UCLA is going to be trouble because I predicted Hawaii was going to put up a lot better situ, a better like performance than they did, and they just did not. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they they crushed Hawaii forty four ten, so big game. They run the, they ran the ball a lot more than I thought they were going. to. Yeah, they did. They um, had a guy with one hundred six yards, Zach Charbonnet. Ooh, yeah, I was like expecting to throw it a lot more with um, 
Dorian Thompson Robinson, but they didn't. But um, oh, I mean, they played very well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they perform next week against LSU. He had three carries for 16 yards. That Zach Charbonnet must have busted up a big run because he only had six carries for 108 yards. I don't think he's their starter either. I think he's, he might be now, but. Yeah, good Lord. He dominated. I think Brenton Brown looks like he's their starter. He had 13 carries for 70 yards. Still pretty good. Still had a touchdown. Charbonnet had three touchdowns. Good Lord. He might be their starter. I think UCLA is a team to watch for. Dark Horse, if you're like a betting guy, um, Dark Horse in the South. I really do believe that. I think they're going to be pretty good. I'm not, like I said, I was kind of high on Hawaii. And, you know, they might rebound, have a good season. They really impressed me, UCLA, on Saturday. Like, I thought it was going to be much, much, much closer. I I knew UCLA was probably going to win. Yeah. Much, much, much closer than – I thought it was going to be much closer. It was a blowout. I mean, if you watched the game, you felt bad for Hawaii. You really did. You felt bad for them because it felt pathetic. Those poor Hawaiians. They don't care. Does any person in Hawaii actually care about football? If they care about Hawaii – the only people in football who care about football in Hawaii are the people on that football team. I'm pretty sure they sell that stadium all the time. You know, like maybe 000. I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking like about. 40, you know, it's crazy about Hawaii, though. It's like I was – the NFL starts over there. So it starts at 1 o'clock for us, right? The mm-hmm. NFL starts over there at like 7 or 8 a.m. That's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. How do you wake up in the morning and be like, oh, my God, my morning's going to be filled with the NFL? <laughs> all right well there you go hawaii versus ucla kind of one of our big marquee games ucla put it to them next the barn burner of the games the absolute barn burner fresno state 45 you see you got zero as i predicted uconn sucked um oh my god zach zergoitis was 12 for 24 with 61 yards very good, very good for, for UConn. Steven Krajowski was two for six with 11 yards. Oh, my God, these guys stink. They stink. And that Jack Hayner guy we were talking about, this Fresno State quarterback, yep. pretty good. Um, 20 for 26, 331 yards, three touchdowns. I get it's only UConn. That's an impressive stat line. Three touchdowns, threw it 26 times, almost as much as the other guy did, and got like triple the yards. Bad. Triple the touchdowns too, if you think about it. They got zero touchdowns. They got three. He got three personally. So um they were definitely passing the ball a lot, it seems. They got a lot of rushing yards, but I mean, great guy. I won't talk about Fresno State at all the rest of the season, I believe. But um, we will I, be talking about UConn again. I yeah, because they played Clemson. Um <laughs> I wanted to mention that I think I, fa- I saw the stat on Twitter. Well, not really a stat, just a fact, I guess. Um, the Fresno State team had to have extra cleats on the sideline because it was so hot that they were apparently the cleats were melting. I was just like, oh my God. It was I'm pretty like, sure uh, California's on fire too. So that's probably like an adding to their intensity heat. I, I don't know. You can look that up. I saw something about California's like burning right now. So, I mean, just imagine it's hot as heck as, as it is. It's hot. If you but throw yeah, some fire in there, you probably got some real heat going on. You know what I mean? It was apparently over like 110 degrees. I remember last, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but Cal, 
I think it must have been 2019, but Cal, there were fires raging in California, you know? And they're like 10 miles from the stadium, and they were still playing. That's the pageantry of college football right there. Your stadium could be burning down, and you're still playing football. If they're doing that in California, good God. What could they do in um, the South? I don't know. You'd have to ask them. And you're still playing. I mean, the only thing that stops us down here is hurricanes. Even then, like Clemson played in a hurricane or tropical storm. That's true. Who cares? It's rain. It'll go away. Um, Unless it's like all thoughts and prayers with those people down in um, Louisiana right now. Um, That's a little intense. I would probably cancel for that. But other than that, you know, I don't know. If the Waffle House closes, get the heck out, people. That's what you need to know. The Waffle House tracker. It's a real thing. Look it up. Anyway, that's my thoughts on uh, UConn Fresno State. My thoughts are I have no thoughts. Yeah, they're saying they might uh, switch to the Louisiana game because Oklahoma starts in Louisiana this year. Versus who? Tulane. Oklahoma's at Tulane? At Tulane this year. It's the season opener. What? So they're like having to like figure out what they're going to do. Oklahoma's going to be like, oh, you can come to Gaylord Memorial Stadium. <laughs> Oh, we'll sacrifice. Yeah, oh, we'll God. Come over now. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have Tulane packed out with uh, well, how many How many Oklahoma fans? 100,000 Oklahoma fans in there? How many people can y'all fit in that stadium? Do you know? Uh, it's like 81, I think. Really? That's it? I feel like Oklahoma needs to fit some more people in there. Arkansas, I know how much. Arkansas can fit 52,000. Clemson can fit 61 with standing capacity room only. Arkansas actually can fit more. Clemson's in the 80s. Say what? Clemson's in the 80,000s. Oh, Clemson's in the 80,000s? Now they must have had some upgrades. My stats are based off of NCAA football 14, which came out in 2013, so they're a little older. I think Arkansas can fit 80,000 now because they updated their end zone. So there you go. How about that? All right. Well, UConn, Fresno State, wash. Who cares? They suck, UConn. We will be talking about them again, though, in a couple um, weeks. Here's the big boy. The game that we all thought Ryan was right. I was completely wrong. And here's my opening statement. Nebraska is awful. They have an awful football team. They're bad. Like bad. Like I know I told Ryan before when we were talking about how bad they were. I know what bad looks like. I know what bad looks like. I've seen bad before, and they were bad. If you lose to Illinois, I get it, you know. Yeah, I don't get it, actually. You should have beat them, man. They stink. But y'all, Nebraska stinks worse. That's just the run of it. They're pretty bad. Um, And what was was kind of frustrating for Nebraska, from a Nebraska standpoint, is that they probably could have won. I mean, if Probably. they cut those stupid little mistakes, they would have—they easily would have won if they had cut the mistakes. Um, but even First, just half, half the mistakes, they would have won that game. That should tell you something. You cut all the mistakes, you blow them out. First points of the college football season <laughs> comes on a two-point com- uh, to safety. By a Nebraska guy who was too stupid to realize he caught the ball at the two-yard line. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. Actually, I don't get it. That's idiotic. 
How do you do that? How do you do that? And Stephen A. Smith, how do you do? How do you do that? How do you do that? He's a captain. They're like this guy's one of the best players on their team. Why do you make so stupid decision? How do you do that? But the punter for Illinois was clutch. And he should be. He's good. And it's great that he got that punt right there. And the other punt, too. The I mean, good ball. for them. The punter wasn't the guy who caught the ball at the one-yard line. So what? I get it. I get it. If it bounces at the one-yard line and they stop it there, oh, well, dude. What are you going to do? Run the ball straight up the middle. They don't get two-point version. At least you can punt it out of the end zone. You cost your team points, and Illinois got the ball back. I just don't get that. That's like one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. I've seen some dumb stuff in my time. I'm an Arkansas fan. I watch the University of South Carolina. They dump stuff all the time. That's a shot. Um, you know what I mean? I see dumb crap all the time. That was stupid. That happened to me one time. It's a fun fact for you. That happened to me one time, only one time. Actually, it happened to me defensively. In the NCAA 14, I caught a pass at the goal line. I got tackled inside the goal line. It was one-point play. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is going to be one point. But it was two. I mean, he ran in the back of the end zone. First of all, he caught the ball, and then he ran backwards. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do something dumb like that? Oh, my God, my light went out. I'm back. But that's – so congrats to big Brett Billima. All the Arkansas, former Arkansas boys won this weekend. I bet I hope Arkansas don't lose to Rice. Jesus. That would be oh, a disaster. I'd uh, burn the football. I don't think I would record. I would cancel this podcast if Arkansas ran it and lost to Rice. I couldn't do I it. it up. Um, Luke McCaffrey, the, the Nebraska quarterback, former Nebraska quarterback, he transferred to Rice. He's their starting quarterback. <laughs> oh, my God. Arkansas is in trouble. Not really, but – I think they'll be fine. The game's not even on TV. It's on ESPN+. Plus. through three interceptions against Illinois last year, so I think you'll be fine. We're the monster of the SEC. The conference, you know what I mean? Not, not Arkansas itself, but the SEC conference is the monster of college football. That's what I mean. Not Arkansas. Arkansas is not the monster of the SEC. Um, and I have to pay $5 to watch the Arkansas game this Saturday. Because it's on ESPN Plus. Can you believe that? Now, also, I have to watch Coastal versus the Citadel are playing each other. So it kind of evens out. I'm going to watch that game and Arkansas. But still, I was like, are you serious right now? Why do I have to watch Arkansas in the SEC on ESPN Plus? That's enraging. Anyway, back to Nebraska. I'm going to read some of these stats here. So, first of all, it's amazing to me. I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers were the only person in the world, only team in the world, that when backup quarterbacks got in, they made the other teams opposing backup look like Peyton Manning. Nebraska is the other team. Brandon Peters got hurt. Like, I don't know what happened to him, like broke his wrist or something. Got hurt in like the first quarter. Arthur, oh my God, Sitkowski. Came in, played like Peyton Manning. 12 for 15, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. Backup quarterback. 
Um, Illinois also had a lot of rushing yards, um, 167. They had one touchdown with that. How did they score all their touchdowns? Defensively? They scored, Illinois scored one defensive touchdown. Okay. Yeah, because they had the um, the strip. Oh, yeah, the strip. The very end of the first half for a touchdown, which gave them the lead. Um, um, Adrian Martinez threw for one touchdown. Nebraska's quarterback, he looked bad. Um, he led the team in rushing again. Uh, one thing Scott Frost said he didn't want to happen is the next guy that we predicted, Gabe Irvin, he had, was only had 33 yards, no touchdowns. Um. Marquis Step one touchdown. He had ten rushing yards, so and one carry. So I guess that was it. Yeah, touch, yeah, touchdown though. Pitiful, pitiful performance by Nebraska. It was pretty bad. It was just Scott Frost has got to go. It was not inter- It was entertaining. It wasn't. Quality. It was not entertaining. It was boring. It was, it was Big Ten football. And Nebraska just makes so many mistakes. They make so many mistakes. It's a shame. We will be talk- Unfortunately, we will be talking about Nebraska again. Ugh, Ryan will have to talk about it because I won't care enough. Oklahoma plays Nebraska. Let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> They're going to whoop Nebraska's ass. Oh, my God. That's going to be a slaughter. Illinois has got, like, no offensive weapons, and then Nebraska was playing a backup quarterback, and he still whooped their ass. If you don't think Spencer Rattler with his plethora of weapons, wandering backs that could start anywhere in the country, wide receivers that would start anywhere in the country, an offensive line that I I mean, anybody should, would love to have, other than probably Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Even even those teams would probably like to have them. Yeah. I mean, what are, you, what are we doing here? And their defense is going to be better? Have a good defense. Oh my God. I wouldn't even play my starters. I would just take the slaughter and just move on. The only good thing that I could possibly see from this is Nebraska has two games to figure this out, but they won't. Who do they play next? Do you know? Fordham. Fordham. They might lose to them. We'll find out. They stink. They're playing Fordham and then Buffalo, and then they play Oklahoma. Buffalo is going to be a tough game. They'll beat Fordham. Buffalo is going to be tough. So I would watch out for Buffalo. Buffalo's decent. God, could you imagine Nebraska's one and two going? <laughs> They'll promote that Nebraska versus um that Nebraska versus Oklahoma game if Nebraska's two and one, even if it's against freaking Fordham and Buffalo. I'm gonna shake my. I mean, Buffalo is a good team too. Like they got some some talent. Good town. I'm telling you, Nebraska on yeah, upset watch back. versus Buffalo. Got a good running back. That's all I know. Listen, I don't make the rules. Scott Frost, I'm surprised he's still coaching. Ryan, not so surprised. Maybe he'll get it right back on track. What do you think he needs? How many games do you think he needs to win this season to save his job? I think he needs to get to a bowl game. Six uh, and six? Yeah, I don't think it happens either. Where's that I just, picture? I'm going to read that thing I sent you the other day. I sent Ryan a photo the other day of Scott Frost. Yeah, it was, it was not a good stat. Scott Frost, top 15 wins 
of the Scott Frost area uh, era. So you got Michigan State 19, Penn State 20, Illinois 18, Minnesota 18, Northwestern 19, Rutgers in 2020, Illinois in 2019, Purdue in 2020, Maryland in 19, South Alabama in 19, um, NIU in 19, and Bethune-Cookman in 18. And he doesn't have any other wins on his record. Yeah, I also uh, I saw only a stat line that like, said that he has the second lowest winning percentage in Nebraska history right now uh, with three with uh, playing three seasons. Nebraska is a dying or Back dead all time. Nebraska is a dead program. I mean that. They think was. there's something. They ain't nothing. What makes you think you're going to be good? You're in freaking Nebraska. Welcome to the lower half of the lower. You know, I mean, oh, you're going to recruit based off of tradition, tradition that happened in the early '80s, the '80s. When yeah. did those last time they won a national championship? Mm, is it? Did they do anything? Uh, I think they did maybe in the '90s. It was, it was, they won all their titles in the 90s. I remember that. I can't remember. And they at least went to a national championship in the early 2000s, but I don't think they won it. I mean, still then. It's been 20 years. Yeah. 20 long years. It's been a while. It's not. I mean, you look at someone like Miami, right? You know, Nebraska rivalry. You look at Miami. Miami died, too. They were a dying program. But if you're going to resurrect a school – we got no better place in the country you can do it than Miami. The beaches. Everything that comes with Miami that I was going to name, but I decided not to get canceled. You get all that stuff. You get a ton of stuff in Miami. You get an amazing place to live. How do you how do you resurrect Nebraska? We got cold. We almost said something again that would have got me canceled, but I didn't do it. Um, so shout out to me, but I mean, Nebraska, I mean, it's a good – they're in a good conference. they got a good stadium. they got a good fan base. But other than that, all you got rolling for you, you know. They didn't capitalize off the excitement of bringing Scott Frost um, into the program after winning a national championship at UCF. Um, they didn't capitalize on it. It's just – it was just, oh, he's our new coach. Here we go. Woo. Um, and he, he should have used that more in his recruiting those first few years. Obviously, that, you know, uh, accomplishment doesn't mean anything anymore because it's been several years and he's he sucks now. Um, so I don't know where they go. How long there. can he hang his hat on that? You see, these are his players at this point. You got his players in there. How long can you hang your hat on UCF at this point? Not much longer. I think I think um, I, I think they'll give them this year. I don't think they can afford his buyout clause, which is like twenty million. Um, I think he's uh, he'll be there for a while, for at least the end of this year. Um, but like, who do you get after you fire him? Like, who wants to go to Nebraska? I, I was kind of looking into it, and they could say it may be like Wyoming's coach, but like even then, like. Why would he want to go? Wyoming's probably better. <laughs> you got to find somebody like uh, Arkansas did, I guess, or South Carolina. Yeah. Someone with ties to the program, but you did that, and that didn't work out. Sam Pittman, you look at Sam Pittman. 
I mean, he likes Arkansas. He was there before. I mean, Scott, that was supposed to be Scott Frost. He loves Arkansas. That's why I'm like befuddled by that because, you know, Shane Beamer and Sam Pittman, both Arkansas and South Carolina guys. But I mean, then, to be fair, we don't know what Shane Beamer's going to do yet. We haven't seen him play in games. Um, but like, but even then, you know, I don't know. I, I do think Shane Beamer's already recruiting better than Scott Frost did at Nebraska. No, I agree. I think Sam Pittman recruits better than um, both of them. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. But I agree. I don't know. Arkansas, you're probably sitting there at home saying, well, this guy just said, why go to Nebraska? Why go to Arkansas? Listen, you can say what you want about Arkansas. Arkansas is like loaded. We got people who are loaded. You got Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. You got all of Tyson Chicken. And you got Walmart all sitting in Arkansas. Well, not the Cowboys, but you know Jerry Jones from Arkansas. I mean, that's the we're loaded. <laughs> you know, we're rich. So, you know, there are people who can pay you big money in Arkansas. The Waldens, Tyson Chickens, the Waldens are Walmart, Walmart, Dallas Cowboys, and Tyson Chicken all in Arkansas. Now, why do you think we have such nice facilities? It's not because we're from Arkansas, it's because those other people somehow started their companies in Arkansas. So you also have to look at it in the fact that, you know, Arkansas is in the SEC which is just like recruits want to just be in the SEC. If they can't make it to a Bama or LSU or Georgia, Florida, whoever, they'll go to Ar- they'll go to an Arkansas, they'll go to a Missouri, they'll go to, you know, good recruits. Um, and then you also have to look at it. You know, I, I think, you know, Arkansas does have recent success. They've been to at the time BCS bowls. Uh, I think they went to the sugar bowl like, twice. Uh, it was a sugar and a fiesta. No, it's just one sugar and then some other bigger bowls, but it ended up not being. I mean, Arkansas won the SEC West three times in the 2000s, late 2000s. Yeah. I mean, and not middle 2000s. Excitement coming in with Sam Pittman, too. Like, we had a decent year last year. It wasn't bad. We won four games. Our schedule exactly. says three, but we won that Auburn game. We were cheated out of it. Everybody said it. Greg Sankey said it. We were cheated. It's okay. I'm not too worried about it, but you know, program's back on track. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about Nebraska. They stink. They shouldn't have lost Illinois. Illinois is not good. They don't get good recruits. Brett Bielema's first year. Brett Bielema 12 and one in opening games at um his as a head coach. 12 and one. I don't know where that one was. It might have been in Arkansas, but I don't remember. It might have been. I think we opened with Auburn one year. They probably beat us. I don't remember, though. But what are you going to do? All right. Hey, Ryan, any other news? Um, Just the last little piece here. Um, Texas announced that Hudson Carter would be the starting quarterback, which is an upset because they all thought that Casey Thompson, who started in that bowl game, uh, which Texas won over Colorado, they thought he was going to be the starting quarterback. But, you know. There's your news. Recap episode one over. The rest of the recap episode is going to look a lot different than this, mainly because, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't really give a crap about it. Yeah, next week week I'll be pumped up. I'll be wired up. Clemson either. I don't know what will be better, Clemson losing or Clemson winning. 
I think Clemson winning might be boring. I might be cheering for him to lose so I can be like, yeah, get me fired up. But that oh, Daryl Sweeney made me so mad. I come in here and all fired up, start talking about Kirby Smart's neck. Look at his neck, people. I'll be so mad saying how Georgie pays their players in cars and I come in here. Oh, it made me so mad. And then if Arkansas wins, I can come in here and flabbergast about how Arkansas is the greatest team in the country, drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, my God. Ohio State. Alabama, Michigan, South Carolina. This was just a small taste of what's coming. I still enjoyed waking up for college game day. Yeah. I saw a funny tweet, though. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. The guy was like, I can't believe I I was so excited for college game day. Woke up for the church 10 minutes, turned it on, and immediately turned it off and got on with my day. I laughed at it so hard. (laughs) I was like... That might be true. But anyway, we're back. Even though this week was kind of the deflator. We'll be back next week. We'll be back. Look out for episodes all week. All week. So thanks for everybody for watching this recap episode of the TNR Sports Show. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to TNR Mondays. Me and Ryan both really appreciate it, and I hope this episode was informative and helped you understand what happened in the past weekend of college football. Once again, thank you for listening, following, and sharing with your friends, and thank you for listening to the podcast format of the TNR Show.